So, Mike, uh, after last week's amazing cold opener with the Delorgia, you got anything for us today? Uh, nope. Cool. Sarah, <laughs> how about you? No, sir. Great. I don't have anything either. So, it's the Watchers on the Couch. Well, howdy, and welcome back to Watchers on the Couch Westworld Edition. Today we're discussing episode five of season three, Genry. I'm Tim Pickerel. I'm Sarah Pickerel. And I'm Mike Daffron. What if I did the entire show in that voice? Would Could you? Probably not. Actually, I probably I mean, could. I'm Mike Daffron. I probably could do it in that entire voice, but I'd be talking like it the rest of the day. I think you might get tired of it, or it might start hurting your throat. <laughs> or I, you might stab me. Or that, you know, who knows? All that social uh, social distancing anxiety. Mm-hmm. One more reason to stick a knife in me. You're done. Stick. Oh, stick a fork in stick you. Stick a fork in you. You got to fork me? Yeah, I might. You know, if you, <laughs> if you play your cards right. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, Mike's still here. Um <laughs> <laughs> So because I always forget to plug it, don't forget to go to WatchersOnTheCouch.com, blah, 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 Discord, Facebook group, leave us a voicemail, all that shit. Anyway, genre. an episode full of Serac backs and uh, Mike's favorite thing, music for an entire episode. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I asked him halfway through the episode, I wonder how Mike's dealing with this right now. So how'd, 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 how'd you do? What'd you think? Uh, okay, so it's been that way this whole season. But it hasn't been as noticeable. Like, we've talked about it before in other episodes, mm-hmm. you know, about how I can't watch Picard. Because yeah. that makes the, the mix itself is just really bad, but mm. it doesn't... Anyway. Fuck uh, you, it hasn't Picard. really gotten to me... Yeah. <laughs> hasn't really got to me that much, on really, until this episode. Uh, I've noticed it in other episodes, and I'm kind of like, ah, all right, I'll just kind of go with it. It's actually been... Because it's every fucking minute of this episode, like, or this whole season it's like that, yeah so. that's the thing that i was talking about that's been driving me crazy with uh pulling clips because it's always there's always this drone of music that's underneath all that like kind of like edm kind of stuff and it drives me nuts mm-hmm. like the caleb stuff doesn't bother me because at least that's like music and it's not like a computer trying to make music um right. but you know it's complicated it is complicated <laughs> It takes, in my opinion, I think it takes away so much from the show itself. Uh, if if you got music the whole fucking time, uh, I don't know. Like, God forbid the fucking actors get to do their job and create their own their own drama through their acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. We get, like if I was an actor, I'd kind of be pissed about that they un- put this music under every episode, I think, like every fucking scene. I think you're talking about a play, Mike. Oh, you're right, I guess. And even plays don't have music the whole time. Plays don't have music usually much at all. Yeah. You think you're thinking of musicals. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> musicals can be plays. There's right? too much music in opera. <laughs> but not every play is a musical. Absolutely, yeah. That is not true. every play is a musical, but all musicals are essentially plays in a way because you're telling a story. Yeah. Just yeah. like basically every vehicle is a car. But not every car is a truck. Yeah, sure. Every truck is a car, but not every car is a no. truck. 
We lost yeah. you. We lost you there for a second. Sorry, he's back. You're back. Well, kind of. Kind of. I hope so. Uh, uh, oh, this is going to be a rough episode. I got- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now it seems like we're back. What is going on? Everybody's on the internet because they're at home. Ah. So we get our we get our Ciroc origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, mm-hmm. it was not his brother that was laying in front of him. His no. brother's alive and well. Yes. Yeah. The cow is not. And they came across that cow while traveling. Not that it died right in front of them when that explosion happened. Right. Yeah. Makes makes sense now. It died suddenly for seeing when they saw people for the first time. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I'm cow to here. It, it did seem weird that the cow's dead, but the people aren't. Right. Like, I would almost think that the cow would last longer than people yeah. would. But yeah. Cows are hardier. Especially children. So. They're out in the elements all year long, you know? Like, children are very soft and, you know, they're very fragile. <laughs> yeah. Except for his brother. <laughs> Fucking brother's eight years old. There's no God. <laughs> we have to make God. Pretty fucking heavy for an eight-year-old, or how old they were. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. So there's not God a lot. Uh, there. There's a like as far as Serac goes, we find out that you know, yeah, he survived the explosion of Paris when it mushroom clouded. Um, him and his brother created Solomon, which was version one of Ro- Roboham, Baba Booey. And, uh, yeah, they came across Liam Dempsey Sr. And uh, he said, hey, this is bullshit. Until it made him a bunch of money. Yeah. And then he liked it a lot. Yeah, he got greedy. More. Mm -hmm. One more. And then he got more. And then he uh, decided to see what was going on with with some of the stuff. And then he learned too much. He flew too close to the sun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't he? Yeah. Yep. And then, then his plane crashed because he flew too close to the sun. Yep. And then, uh, I guess, son got killed this episode too. So it's uh, two dead, two Dempsey is uh, yep the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no more Dempseys. Also, they so they built Solomon first, I believe, mm-hmm. and that was kind of predicting the past uh, more than the future at first. Which am I, 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 that's at least what I got from it. And it, that makes sense to me just because if you give it all this data, but not, I don't know, it almost seemed like they gave it data, but not the data of the actual past. Mm-hmm. They wanted it to predict the past and then compare that to the real past. Yeah. Right. And then if that was accurate, you could probably predict, predict the future accurately. Yeah. At least yeah. that's, that's exactly. what I was thinking that they're they needed to, uh, saying. They needed yeah. to test for fidelity. Yeah, yeah, basically. Right. Brilliant! (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how they got some guy to invest, you know, and just like, hey, we're two French guys. Ah, we got ideas. (laughs) Hey, you want to invest? Uh, We want to make big metal ball sack. (laughs) We're here to have sex with your country. (laughs) We had to have sex with your minds. (laughs) Thing that I'm not. You come in, yes, yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> Help yourself. Mm-hmm. Dead of honor to General Lafayette. <laughs> the uh, 
The thing that I'm con- I'm confused about is how do you actually read a RoboHam watch? I don't know. I guess the, the black of the circle gets the He keeps looking at it. It's like, oh, I'm looking at that thing. It's like, it doesn't look like anything to me. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess if that little, the, the black circle expands, mm-hmm. then that's more divergences from, uh, you know, what the prediction is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they predicted mm-hmm. that this would all fall too, right? Wasn't that a prediction also? Yeah, I don't that, know if Bohan predicted it or if just Serac uh, was telling his brother that, you know, this was a fragile thing that would probably fall if Serac wasn't constantly intervening. Yeah, that seems to be what it is. Like, it's like Rohoboam keeps predicting that stuff's going to collapse, so then Serac steps in. But, it's, yeah, I mean, obviously collapse is inevitable because Serac's not going to be around forever unless he becomes a host. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. What's so a I, what's a yottabyte, Tim? Have you ever heard of a yottabyte? A yottabyte? I mean, it's got to be bigger than a terabyte. Yada. How much bigger? Yada yada. I mean, how big is it? <laughs> it's a yacht bigger. Oh, all right, that makes sense. So, <clears throat> during the during the genre scenes. <laughs> We get the nice mid-automobile uh, battle where it switches to romance mode. And there's like this little thing between Caleb and Dolores. Um, is it a little thing? You think it's a big thing? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, Caleb's probably like, yeah, you in love with this dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, my question is... Do all the Doloreses like Caleb? Is that going to be the big battle? Is that the remaining uh, Doloreses are going to fight over Caleb? (laughs) (laughs) They're going to become Mormon. They're all going to marry Caleb. Oh. Oh, many wives. Sister wives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're Polly and Bi. (laughs) Polly and Robi. Whoa. Robiotic. (laughs) Robiham. Uh, this whole genre thing, it's not I really didn't Mike. like this episode like at all. Yeah, this this season is going downhill for me. But this, especially like the the, the genre drug, was just pointless. Like it almost seemed like uh, this is a good way to sell a soundtrack. It's <laughs> like, well, I mean, at least the soundtracks are always good. But it, yeah, it seemed like let's do something artsy. Yeah. Kind of like that. But it uh, doesn't add any to the thing to the story. If you want to do some artsy and add to the story, like I've heard a lot of people uh, kind of comparing it to when we did uh, Watchmen. When we were watching I was that, just thinking that. Episode. Yeah. yeah. So that added episode. to the story, uh, that nostalgia one. Mm-hmm. It was artsy, but it added to the story. So, but this adds nothing. There's no fucking reason at all for it. Yeah. It cause... didn't make Caleb nothing there's nothing no reason no they just needed a reason to give aaron paul drugs i mean yeah he's he probably fucking read the script for this episode was like god damn it i'm just gonna have to look like i'm on meth the whole time again great (laughs) i'm just gonna be the drug guy the rest of my fucking career great it's absolutely typecast nobody ever says i want to play a junkie when all the time when i grow up 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, drugs are kind like, of like referenced a lot in this show, right? So mm-hmm. do you think that that may be the whole point? Like, what's the experience like? And then they might have something to do with it later? Or do you think this was just a one-off, like, we want to do something cool? I think it's different. interesting to, like, figure out what the narcotics of this world is. So it's cool from that respect. I don't know if you needed a whole episode of it, but, you know, seems to last a while, too. It seems a little silly. I think I think they probably had, like, a good idea, but it just it didn't they didn't pull it off. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm only talking about myself anyway. Like. I know I'm always going to sound like I'm talking yeah. like this is fact for no. everybody. Yeah, Mike, you're on the you're on a show on the internet, which means everything you say applies to everybody, and anybody Damn that right. doesn't agree is wrong. Of course, you guys are all wrong. I know. Always, I should do this podcast by myself because <laughs> I mean my opinion is the only one that matters. Yeah. <laughs> now you understand the internet. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I got a question. What? Why is Liam wearing that basic shirt? It was um, really distracting. This is like, I don't know. Is yeah, it I don't just know. Supposed to be ironic that he wears it as a joke or something underneath his suit. Like that's his t-shirt he was wearing, and then like, oh look, I wear a basic shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they gave him that shirt to wear. So that's really weird. Like, was it underneath his? Tux, he was, whatever. He's wearing like a jacket and then like he's got basic. Because, you know, he's a basic bitch. Okay. He's a basic yeah, rich know. bitch. My question mm-hmm. for you, Mike, since your opinion is the only one that matters. Thanks. <laughs> no, you can you can answer this question too. What was it about the difference in bullets that made Dolores near death at the end of episode one and completely unaffected at the end of this episode? <laughs> Why the fuck is you she not me. bleeding out at all? Right. Got me. That was in my notes. I thought the same yeah. Thing too. Also, she wasn't bleeding. So she took all those bullets. Yeah. But she wasn't yeah, bleeding. she did. Yeah. No blood. Oh, yeah. Maybe she just like, I don't need this blood. This is like, this is stupid. I'm just going to drain it all out. Well, and uh, now, she's, now she's just bloodless and uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm starting to come to the conclusion, especially with this episode, that she knows way more about Caleb and the entire her bleeding out at the beginning was just to get Caleb, get to Caleb. Like, okay. Yeah, for for sure. I, I absolutely think that. Also because, like, she saved Caleb right there, like, mm-hmm. from those bullets. Like, so he has to be important more than just being, like, a human that's helping her. Does she yeah. really need this random human to help her? It'd also be nice to fucking know who Caleb is. Like this stupid mystery of who he is. It's going to mm-hmm. be probably a huge letdown. Just because, well, you know, we're six episodes in. Or five and still don't know shit about him. Well, at least we... Well, yeah, we didn't know shit about him. But up until now, that didn't really matter either. It's like, okay, he's got some PTSD and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, now he's not who you think he is. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he killed Francis. I mean, big deal. (laughs) Yep, you did it. (laughs) 
Liam tells him, you did it. And you're the worst of them. Why is yeah. Caleb the worst of them? And who's them? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean those people? <laughs> um, people in the military? I guess. <laughs> if he was. I was thinking uh, that maybe he's one of the people that were like diverging from like what the norm was. Like he he was in that that cell and then maybe they like brainwashed him. They don't necessarily let people out though, do they? Uh yeah, I think so. Oh, do they? So I, I, I think the thing is that they rehabilitate a lot of the military people, maybe before or I'm assuming after. And they probably changed a lot of his memories. Like obviously we know now that he doesn't have all the correct memories. Uh, that can also go back to show that who knows his mom might not actually be his mom. They could implant in that memory or they changed his memory enough to where he isn't actually the same person mentally. That's why she says either way, mm-hmm. you know, it shows that his memory is not correct. Yeah. I think for sure. That's what we're going to end up finding out. She's like, you're not my son. I adopted you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I don't know. I still don't. I wish I got the other little baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong kid died. You ruined my life. (laughs) I don't know. I got a question for you. Okay. Guys, uh, why is that cab bulletproof? Mm. Um, So everything is bulletproof in the future because guns be ablazing all day long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Especially when they're controlled by robo, yeah. you just never know. You I never mean, know. why not just make it? Yeah, you know, super safe, super safe. Is it weird that the biggest emotional attachment I've had to anything in this season so far was the scooter that self destructed? <laughs> Dolores's horse. <laughs> Dolores's Aww. horse. And George. Yeah, and a like steel the- horse I ride. <laughs> I'm Dolores. <laughs> Yeah. Dolores, I I'm dead same. and alive. I felt, this is where you kill yourself. I felt the same thing, though. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I felt it's like, me. I mean, and it's a weird emotional attachment to this inanimate object, you know, this, but... And George. And George. <laughs> George, too, because George was an innocent, you know? They're always the ones that suffer in this show that doesn't have any good people and bad people. Or everybody's bad people. Yep, because <laughs> there's 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 team humans and there's sure. team team hosts, and I don't uh, I'm interested in seeing what happens, but I don't necessarily care what happens because everybody's like, okay, so Dolores is either completely full of shit and she doesn't want to help people at all and break them from their loops, like the hosts had loops. Because she wants the world for herself. Because that's what she said she was going to do. And like fucking season two. And she's going to go to their world. Fuck everything up. Kill everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Make it her own. And then now it's like, oh, I'm fucking freeing slaves. To the system. (laughs) I'm Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) She makes an Abraham Lincoln (laughs) sleeve. (laughs) Welcome to the end of the game. That's the big reveal. <laughs> She's just trying to recreate Abraham Lincoln. 
That's who Caleb is. (laughs) (laughs) Four score and seven pearls ago, I had a dream of electric sheep. Uh, I have another question. So after they get out of that cab, they just stand in front of it and they're just shooting at the guys. Like, why the fuck wouldn't they take cover? Just, well, obviously, we'll one of stand them, in front of it. They one, they eventually kind of take cover. Like I still don't understand why they want it in the first place. Well, one so, okay. Dolores apparently doesn't need to. Two, Caleb's high as fuck. It's listening to the ride of the Valkyries. Still doesn't make sense because she'd want to protect Caleb, so she'd want him. To, hey, let's get the fuck around the back of this bulletproof vehicle. <laughs> Dolores can still, okay, maybe her body can take a bunch of shots, but her face can't, all right? <laughs> you don't know that. Sure I do. Like, if she gets shot in her brain ball, and her brain ball, let's say, gets disconnected from the rest of whatever electronic components, well, and, you know, her brain ball might still be be able to be placed in another little sleeve of Dolores, but, you know, it's in, the body's inactive. The sleeve's is no longer active. I feel she hasn't figured out how to reinforce her brain ball at this point after being shot in the head. <laughs> her face can just be mangled and it's just a brain ball like with a little stem down to her spine. That's not where she keeps, she doesn't keep her ball in her head anymore. It's like in her foot. Oh, it's a good spot. You don't get shot in the foot a lot. <laughs> not often unless you're in Die Hard. Yeah. Hmm. She keeps it in her, her brain ball and her balls. Yeah. How do you know she doesn't have balls? Maybe she changed her body. And she's like, ah, you know, I'm identifying now with the male figure, but I want like the woman. I want the woman body, but I still want the balls. I mean, why wouldn't you just print both at that point? Like half and half? Yeah. Like hot dog or hamburger style. <laughs> um, trying to figure out like what that means. Like vertically half and half? Oh, <laughs> Uh, horizontally yeah. half and half <laughs> yeah i mean i think dick and underneath the dick where the balls would be is vagina yeah yeah she keeps over but that's, that's i think all doing. the i actually i think that's how all the hosts are because we only ever see um, their butt cracks <laughs> yeah that's not true okay <laughs> but we've seen dicks but we don't know if they have balls we've seen balls you seen balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they leave them right there on the table. Rohoboam's balls. Digital ball suck. Uh, yeah, so like I, again, that, to the, that we got really sidetracked for me going, what the fuck does Dolores care about uh, humans being on it, loops for? But, I, I hope we get the, this next episode. I hope we get the mystery of who Caleb is. Like, man, I, I thought we were going to get it right at the end of this episode. I'm like, and you're, this episode's going to totally redeem itself. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I at least find something out. Oh I my god, fucking ne- damn it. It looks like next episode is going to be a lot about Maeve. Oh, I forgot about Maeve. Yep. So, I don't yep. see I don't really see episode. I don't think it needs to be Caleb centric. I think if we just do like the Maeve thing and then they're probably flying to uh you know, one of those uh, you know, people farms. Or whatever they are, people storage, mm-hmm. where they'll find this mm-hmm. was your cell, Caleb. That'll be that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they wrap that up in one episode. Because after that, you only have two for shit to really hit the fan. 
Yeah, I don't know. Because they're pretty good at not cliffhangering an entire season so far. Like, yeah, each season's pretty much self-contained but left open for more. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's going to be left open for more, but there's not going to be a season four. Or it's going to be an all-musical season four. <laughs> uh, if everybody's singing, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably get a whole lot more information because the musicals get a lot of information from like the songs themselves. You know, they're basically like montages. So, you know, I'd get lots of information. Rocky had a montage. Short period of time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of was. Was. That was the best part of the episodes was the Serac stuff and the backstory. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Give me more. Give me more information. But then he's. He's talking to Roboam, but then Dolores, he's actually talking to Dolores at the end. Like, I, I think that was just like a way to kind of show Dolores uh, finding out about Ciroc. Oh, I see. You know, like, to, I think that'd be hard to present on screen. I think that was kind of the way they were able to present it. They presented it that way, like he was giving this voiceover. You know, or Dolores can kind of read it as a voiceover in a sense, you know. Mm. And then, uh, you know, Caleb has some, hey, maybe we shouldn't have, like, fucked everybody up and told him, like, what's going on? <gasps> she's like, you wanted to know. He's like, I'm not like other people. He's like, neither am I. And he's like, no offense, but what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> After he took six bullets. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, are we going to talk about that, Dolores? Uh, I mean, geez, I've been waiting long enough. Can we just, what the hell's going on? Can we talk about how I've been around you for two days and you haven't eaten anything yet? And as far as I know, you haven't taken a shit? <laughs> and all I've had is a strawberry shake? Yep. Is that strawberry shake story real? Is that one of the implanted memories? It must not be. Does Dolores know about both sides, like uh, the real memories and the fake memories of Caleb? Or does she only know the fake ones? Like, did Dolores get duped about who Caleb is? Because she doesn't know about the real memories, she only knows about the fake ones? Mm. I know, it seems like she kind of like knows something, based upon uh, her uh, reaction to Dempsey. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Yeah. It seemed like she does know and is basically playing Caleb for a fool or I don't fucking know. She's playing everybody for a fool. Yeah. She's playing herself for a fool. I, Gets herself so Connell's killed. I think they are definitely setting up uh, the other Doloreses to rebel against Prime Dolores. Especially because of uh, what uh, C- Collins? No, it's Connell's. Connell's. So Connell's was saying to the bernard uh and their conversation and bernard's like oh you know if you experience somebody else's world or because connell's was talking about bernard being like in two different personalities or bodies or i don't remember the exact words Mm -hmm. and bernard is telling him oh i bet you kind of feel that way you know living somebody else's life yeah it's gonna be interesting what to find out what uh Cause like, mm-hmm. it's still not clear exactly why she's keeping him alive, but 
I get what you're saying. Like maybe that particular Dolores like may have like had like a mind flip, like just Mm -hmm. thinking about something a different way because of the way Bernard presented it. But they, I don't know that they're connected at that, at that level. And with that, with Connell's basically blowing up the building, like that's, you know, yeah, you know, they're well, I think, I think it's, I don't don't think uh, Connell's reached that point yet, but I think Haloris has reached that uh, point. Yeah. We've got a hail and a, uh, Are you there? Musashi. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? All right, you guys keep breaking Hello. up. All right, let yeah. me start. So I don't think, I don't think Connell's actually reached that point, but Haloris, I think, has reached that point. I'm also wondering. I think Haloris is going to be the one that betrays uh, Prime Dolores. Sure. Uh, I also, I'm, I thought about this tonight. I was wondering, so we saw uh, Haloris watch two different videos mm-hmm. uh, that were completely different. Yeah. Would one be, like, would Prime Prime Dolores be playing Haloris? And what Maybe. I mean by that is, like, it, that the first video was, like, a video that basically Prime Dolores made. But then Haloris found the real video and was like, oh, Prime Dolores is fucking, you know, playing me. Doesn't seem. I mean, maybe, but. I Yeah, I don't know. I just. <laughs> was, I still, uh, I I still didn't think, think about the, it too deeply. Yeah, I still think the differences between the two videos is just an oversight in editing. <laughs> I think it's just supposed to be the same video. No way, man. Dude, that's completely different. Hmm. Like the whole video is completely different. I don't think that's an editing thing at all. Okay, we'll find yeah. out. There's, there's <laughs> Unless no we way. don't. Yeah, or we don't. I, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it if we don't find out. Oh, I thought the, uh, I thought the pr- the plan for Bernard was pretty clear about why he's still around. And I think uh, it's uh, fuck you, Bernard. That's the that's the extent <laughs> of the plan. Oh, then yes, of course. It's clear. It's absolutely And it's clear that Stubbs comes out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Right at the exact right time. I mean, that's a television show. That's that's what's supposed to happen. Good old one-armed Stubbs, Mm. just there for the rescue. Anytime anytime Bernard needs it. That's his prime directive. Uh, Yep. When he popped out of that elevator, right? uh, Forget about me. (laughs) Hated it. Hated it. How do you feel about the episode, but, Sarah? I didn't hate it. Um, I don't know how much it how much it could have been condensed, honestly, because there wasn't a lot of uh, information that was given. This except more, for Ciroc. I feel like it was just an artistic mm-hmm. voice for the entire episode, as opposed. To- yeah, and considering there's only eight episodes in the thing, it's. Yeah. And see, with every, it's exactly what I was thinking during every fucking slow mo and music change with Caleb. I'm like, oh, there's so much screen time being wasted just for this. Like, ah, oh, damn it. A little more information. A little more action, please. See, I don't, I don't care about the action that much because I don't think they do that uh, good of a job. Uh oh. 
He's really he's really amused with himself for making that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and we both just like whatever. <laughs> uh, I, it whooshed right over my head. Right. So. Oh. It's not important. That's the way most of my jokes go. I don't even need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of here. Yeah, see, see you guys, you guys right. get up and get well, You guys finish it. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to the Westworld podcast. Uh, no. <laughs> we are wrapping it up. Um, actually, yeah, I think we. So, no, go ahead. So Dolores gave everybody their data. You know, showed them on their phones and. Yeah, there's one. There's a line with Connell's that's like, I thought was stupid. He's like, "Oh, any information given at the right time is more dangerous than any weapon." I'm like, "Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Some nuclear bombs, you know, might be a little more dangerous." Or, you know, but all right, sure. No, I mean information. I get what he's saying. If you want to be pedantic about it, sure. <laughs> that's that's. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I get, yeah, I know. I get it. Uh, hey, okay. You're going to get so, it. So, yeah, Dolores gives everybody their information, but I'm sure some of those people got great information about their data. And, you know, like, you're going to have a great life. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. But they make it out like, oh, everybody sucks. is having a yeah bad, bad life. Yep. There's like no, there's no hope. You're just uh, you're just a rat in a bucket, and uh, that's my favorite country song, by the way. A rat in a bucket, yeah, yeah. I can't get out. I got some false hope. Yeah, that's exactly. Mike's heard this twang, song. Twang, 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 twang. Like he had help. Balls on my it. truck. <laughs> <laughs> Balls on my Tesla truck. Uncomfortable to ride in. Way too many angles. In the future. Mm. I think everything would be more round in the future, but nope. Sharp angles. All the time. Okay, well. I don't even remember what the next episode was. I remember there's some Maeve stuff. It's just a lot of Maeve stuff going, and I don't know if they were just like revisiting... War um, World? Yeah, War World. Or what, or she's just like remembering things that, I don't know. We'll find out. She's looping again. But it's a lot of Maeve. Maeve Maeve-centric, it seems. And there's a weird scene that they showed where Maeve was talking to Dolores, and Dolores is like naked, almost like, you know, yeah. they're back at uh, the f- at Mesa or yeah, whatever. Right. Yep. So is Maeve still in? She not actually in the real world. I don't. Well, I think we. I mean, you definitely established that you didn't think she was. So. Okay. Well, here he, they're they. So when Sirach's assistant comes to him, he points out all the divergences that mm-hmm. we've basically seen uh, throughout this season, you know, the different places. And they talk mm-hmm. about the Yakuza. So I'm guessing Maeve is in the real world. I don't know if this is a flashback that Dolores already talked to Maeve before th- that Yakuza thing happened. Mm. Or if Maeve just did all that in the simulation and that didn't happen. I don't, I don't fucking know. Nobody fucking knows. Hands up. I'm out. We, <laughs> might, we might find out. Yeah. 
Or not. We'll see. You can just be, you can have that hope. Hold on to hope. All right. Until next week, I'm Tim Pickerel. I'm Sarah Pickerel. And I'm Mike Daffron. And have you ever heard a podcast so filled with rats and buckets? Until next week. Much splendor. Just give up hope now. <laughs> and this is where you kill yourself. <laughs> Welcome to the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs>